Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you will enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five-element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical transformational journey. Hey, welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. Thank you everyone for waiting and waiting and waiting for this water episode. This is pod 16. My name is Jay and I'm here with my co-host, Lita Herman. Hey Jay, I know that we've been waiting and waiting for this, this pod podcast. is all about anticipation. It's making me wait. That's a little Carly Simon, who yeah. we do not think is water, but we love the song. Um, but she so, could be. We haven't really. Yeah, we'll have to check her, it out. Yeah. We'll put her on the list. Um, but so let's talk about water. Let's just jump right into the water, so yes. to speak. Yes. So being ready for anything at any time. Are you ready for anything to happen at any moment? Yeah. Like the old hurry up and wait philosophy. Yes. That's yes. how I always think about water. Hurry up and wait. Hurry That's up it. and wait. Yes. So if you're water, you want to be ready for life. It's unpredictability. unpredictability. Yes. It's constantly changing. And the fact that you have no control over what's next, really. Yeah. That's not my favorite thing about water. I kind of like to be under the illusion that I'm somewhat in control of my own life. However, I know that's silly, but you know what? Sometimes I need to cling to that. Well, that's your wood. <laughs> that's your wood, Jay, and your desire to strategize yes. all your next moves. Yes. Yes. Um, but today for pod 16, we are talking about trust. And I say it's trust with a capital T. So we're talking about water and the element of anticipation and being ready. Yes. And we both have water in our top three. Yes. So we are familiar with this. You know, most people think that they're going to know what is going to happen next in life, but only the water element is just kind of like we saying it already over and over. If they're ready to go, you know, they have this innate knowing that they can deal with anything that comes their way. Yes. So you can try and look at it this way. Imagine you have a big, powerful engine embedded in your lower back. And you're at a stoplight and you're revving this engine, you know, vroom, vroom. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) So why are you revving it? Because you want to be ready to move on a dime. And when that light turns green, vroom, you're you're off. And but for right now, this very moment in time, you're just revving. Yeah, yeah. I like doing that. Thank you for the sound effects. And so all the excitement is in the anticipation of this light turning green. What's going to happen next? It's about being ready to move when, 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 rev, rev, rev. So the biggest thrill is waiting and watching before the light turns, not the actual moment after you put the pedal to the metal. So, you know, it's somewhat rewarding because you're moving into the next adventure. Where's it going to take you? The thrill is that anticipation of "Ah," then boom, yes, alive. It's, it's, You're ready to go. Yes. Any moment, what's going to happen? We don't know. We don't know. It's like drama. Yes. I like when you said it's like being alive. It's yeah. the, yeah, it's the drama. <laughs> yeah. I love it. But for some people, they might think that's exhausting. Well, it is for people who aren't water. Yeah, that way all the time, <laughs> it could be really exhausting. Well, water is about energy and energy levels and waters are acutely aware of their energy and its expenditure at any moment. So if they're running out of energy, they have to stop and regroup to refill the tanks. Refill their tanks of energy. Yes. And we talked about earths and self-care and it's kind of similar, but with water, it's very specific. And we're going to talk about that today. You know, some people don't pay attention and that is when things can get off track for water. 
And so water is the energy of moving forward without stopping and retreating. So why don't we flow through this podcast and get things going and let's start with some water. Yes. And I just wanted to say that, it, you know, water energy is similar to wood. And we talked about wood with you, Jay, and because both move forward. Um, The difference is wood is short bursts of energy forward. And I like to think of wood as almost like a punch energetic punch. Yes. Yeah. So you throw out a punch and then you have to pull it back before you can throw out another punch. But water just sticks that arm out and keeps moving forward and forward and forward. There's no don't stop sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's an immense unstoppable energy until it is drained and then it stops and then it rests. And so for water people, that means just being a couch potato for a while. They can often (laughs) just be that couch potato for a whole weekend if they're really tired. Yes. And you know, when I'm talking to clients, sometimes I describe the water element as, you know, the energy of water is coming from a high place. Think of a mountaintop and it descends down into the valleys below. And once it reaches the lowest ground, it doesn't just stop. It continues forward relentlessly. It goes down, down, down. meandering river always finds its way to where the ocean when a rushing river of water comes your way like an unstoppable freight train there's just either you get out of the way or you get swept away you know nothing can stop water you might want to try but in the end water is always the victor i like to think of that uh, freight train if a water is coming your way you either get on the freight train or get run over (laughs) yeah it's going it's gonna just keep going and we all know that you know water can be just brutal Yeah. And the other thing about that mountain, the other thing that's different than wood, which is always going from point A to point B, like a straight shot, like a straight arrow. Water doesn't have to take one path path down the mountain at a time. Oh yeah, it's coming. It could go all different ways, multiple times, multiple paths at the same time. Exactly. Multiple brooks and streams on its way to its ocean and it meanders and takes detours and splits off and then finds its way back to the bigger rivers. Yeah, And I think that that could be part of the water trying to uh, stay, I don't want to say stay in control or even get out of control, but they could be like a still pond. They could be calm, cool and collected. And the next minute, just a tsunami. Yeah, guys are, you know, <laughs> tsunami. And in between, they could be trickling brooks and rushing rivers. And, and then all, those pretty much just are described all different people who are water. Yeah. So the most important thing you need to get today is that water is the most varied of all the elements. So when you try to compare one one water person to another, you you're going to get confused. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try to compare They're all them. different. And what they have for their first element, their second element, the combination, yes, that, fast water, slow water. You know, yes. when we meet people and they all want to know what's my element, what's my element when you know, we have this joke. And if someone says, I am all five, I'm all five. We always say your water. water. <laughs> you know, we hear this a lot and you know, it's really because they relate to a lot of the elements, all five, even more than probably earth. And it's really about, you know, energy, focus, energy, input, focus, energy, output into the world. Yeah, because they have a lot of the same emotional stuff as all the other four elements. It's just that their number one priority is energy. So they might be like fire and be interested in relationships. So they might be like wood and be very ambitious. Or they might be like earth and be very caring and want to be around people and even very community oriented like earth. Or even metal, they might be quiet a lot of the time, like they love the couch potato thing. And, you know, we mentioned earth was the perfect balance of yin and yang. How does this for the water? 
Oh, for water, it's really interesting. It's the most yin of all the elements. So we talked about metal being so quiet because it's yin on the outside and yang on the inside. So that quiet exterior is what you see with metal. Now, what's really interesting about water is when you get that yin, it starts to condense and build up. And it's almost like a geyser. It's like a geyser or a volcano or something that's going to like get so quiet and condensed, it's going to blow. And so water people like they wait and then suddenly they move. You know, you made me think of the tsunami. You know, if you go to the ocean, the waves are crazy on top. Then as you move down and move down and move down, things become still in the ocean. Stillness is at the bottom. There's nowhere else to go. You're at the bottom. Powers amassing. The tsunami of the ocean, I think, is the most powerful force in the ocean. It doesn't start on the surface. It starts at the bottom, just like you just said. You know, the the moment that they can't go any longer, the energy starts to shift and grow and things start moving. And that's the, the, the way to look at water with their energy levels. Yes. And so we often call different waters fast water or slow water. So you're going to hear that a lot throughout this podcast, but it makes a huge difference when you look at a water person, if you're trying to figure out if you're water, whether you're the fast kind or the slow kind. And we'll go over that a little bit more. And it also, again, we keep, you know, we're going to have a whole thing on this after this after this episode, actually, about the uh, how your elements go in order and that could also affect your water. Yeah, so the next episode, we're going to talk about if you're water wood versus water earth versus water metal, very different kinds of waters. So, all right, so let's kind of move a little bit and let's go into how we think of water in the terms of seasons. Yes, because we've done that with all the other four elements. So let's go ahead and talk about seasons. So we talked about metal and the little leaf on the tree that didn't want to leave the tree, but finally does, has a great ride and then hits the ground. Now, the moment that leaf hits the ground is actually the moment that the water season begins. It's the season of winter. And the elements have come full cycle at that point. The leaf sinks back into the earth, mulches and integrates into a new life. Now winter helps the leaf undergo a transformation. So the cold, dark months, you know, it amasses the nutrients of the leaf into new energy. So when spring arrives, it will be a great new powerful force for rebirth in the world. You know, it's important that you describe it like that because I think there's a lot of patience in that. You have to wait and wait and wait, which is not a big quality of wood. No. We want spring to come and boom, new life pops up. Boom, boom, boom. New, new, new. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get this thing started. That's a really good point because waters are very patient. And it's that anticipation is a very patience oriented thing. So it's, but I also want to say patience for some people might seem boring, but it's very active and very aware for waters. Not boring. It's so the they're wait- in an aware state of waiting. What are they waiting for? I'm always wondering, like, what are they waiting for? It's timing. They are waiting for just the exact perfect right moment to move after being frozen all winter long. So it's like, imagine you're catching a shooting star. Like that could be possible, but like, just imagine you could actually catch a shooting star. So how, what would you have to do? You'd have to wait all night long 
just sit there with your eyes peeled on the sky. No blinking is allowed. And then at that special moment when it starts to go, you have to reach out and grab it in an instant. Yeah, you know you can't blink. Or someone's like, "Hey, did you see that most amazing thing?" I'm like, "Oh, I blinked." You know, right. So water. You wouldn't be water in that case. They'd be like, "Oh man, I never see those." Okay, so I, I like that. You know, but let's let's bring it into the water element again. So, what if you not so vigilant on watching? Like, is that definitely you're out, not water? You're not water. And it's also good, again, to compare to wood because like wood is very active as well, but it's active in the action, not the waiting. So imagine you're a seed in the ground and spring is coming. Ready to pop, pop, pop. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. So wood people will be like, let's get a jump start. Let's grow early this year. And well, what happens to plants that grow too soon? <laughs> <laughs> right. A warm week followed by a cold snap is devastating for plants that grow too soon. So not getting the timing right can mean a premature death for a plant. And certainly it's not great for humans either. Yeah, and they're not just not going to grow. They might not die, but they're certainly not going to grow as you had expected they were going to grow. So they need to choose to have the right moments to make their move. So within the water person, there lies a deep knowing. It's not the kind of knowing that can be studied in school. It's just like almost instinctual, more instinctual than learning, correct? Yeah. Instinct is a good word, but I think inner knowing works better because Waters know that anything can happen at any moment and they are prepared for the unknown. And so they can mobilize anything urgently. Like if they need to jump out of their chair, they'll beat anyone else in the room for jumping out of the chair in an emergency. And, you know, oh, like, you know, catch a falling object. Yeah, like a bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. I think of that, that reminds- movie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith with <laughs> the Angelina Jolie's character that dropped the wine. She catches it. You know, and he like, says, good catch, Mrs. Mrs. Smith, Smith yeah. or something like that. <laughs> we always say that, but yeah. Um, okay, so, all right. So let's talk about, so they have their timing. They know what to do. They kind of like, is it that cat jumping, cat-like reflexes? Yes, it is. And their eyes can even look like cat-like slits because they're vigilantly watched. Wow. Okay. So I always like to think if there's an emergency happening, be grateful there's a water person there. They're often, you know, in that profession of EMTs and different, you know, emergency personnel. They just instinctively know what needs to be done. They're on it before any other element can even respond. So, you know, what I'm trying to think about, you know, in these emergency situations, you really want a water person there. You know, you might have a wood person there being like the bossy boss, but you want that. Water, that water yeah. decision, that water crazy, like, let's just do it. Let's go. Yeah. Because um, waters can be fast, even if they're the slow kind in any given emergency. Yeah. And definitely, I think when someone is water, first, there is this very interesting mix of not overreacting to seemingly emergency situations that really aren't because they know they're not really an emergency. And then when it's a true emergency, yeah. they know how to react with lightning speed. And there's also this strange um, ability to like superhuman yeah. ability. They're the they ones who turn over cool a car. And yeah. they can also save the day. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, they're always, you know, alternating between stillness and movement. So yes. it's chilling and action. Yes. And when we say fast water, they're, they're more on the movement side. Yeah. And when we say slow water, they're more on the still side, but every water alternates between stillness and movement. And we're going to talk about that. That's kind of the theme I would think of the show today. It's about not only anticipation, but finding that constant alternation between 
stillness and movement. Yes. Okay. Yes. And they don't plan like Earths do. What's the point of planning for something specific when at any moment anything could change? And so they're just prepared for anything to happen. Yeah. Even though they're, you know, doing the couch potato thing, if they hear an ambulance siren, they're up and out the door and looking what's going on or they're the first one to pop up and see what's going on. And Yes. I always yeah. see that they, I always say that they hear fire engines and ambulances and, you know, all yeah. of that stuff way more than everyone so, else So, you know, they can gravitate towards EMT technicians, emergency personnel, firefighters, police officers. We also see a lot of actors and musicians that are water. We're going to also talk about that because they spend periods of time waiting and sometimes watching, but waiting and then periods of uh, time when there's intense activity after which they rest, recharge, Start again. Yeah, that's the perfect water life. Yeah, just so, rinse and repeat. Yeah, it's definitely a firefighter's life. Yeah. You know, another great example of where you're going to find the waters hanging out is the rock climbing gym. And that's the perfect place for water. I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, it's 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 such a great sport for waters because they love the intensity of climbing. So if you haven't gotten the idea yet, but they love intensity and the thrill of whether or not they're going to be able to make it up the wall. And then they come back down. Or they fall back down. Or they fall back down and then they lie around talking about it. I mean, they might look like they're falling, but they're safely belaying down. Yes. And safety is really important to water. So they they like that they're safe. They're they're watching, they're waiting, they're planning. Again, the anticipation. Yes. Um, But yeah, it is really fun. And they can do these things, but they are very safety orientated. They're not wild. You might think Mm -hmm. that they're the crazy ones, but they're not. But I think the funniest part of watching people at the rock gym is watching them all lying around at the bottom for long periods yeah, of time. Yeah, chatting and watching other people go. They're doing nothing so then they can go do something. Yeah, that's the waterway. Yeah, so <laughs> that's fantastic. And so if you ever want to go observe some waters in their natural habitat. Yes, in their natural <laughs> Go to the indoor, go to the indoor rock gym and try to blend in. Yes. You know, maybe wear some odd clothing that day. Maybe yes. some mismatched socks. That's great. You know, yeah. Okay, or wear your or wear your you know uh, truck pouch like in a really weird position or something like something that to be you know a little dare to be different dare to be different. Yeah. So, so yeah, so let's you know I'm I'm kind of joking here, but waters are really into being different. Yeah, they love to be eclectic, especially in their clothing. So we talked about some of the other. So, yeah, uh, I just elements. mentioned the truck. Yes, pouch. yeah, the elements like you know earth wears the flowing clothes. Waters, uh, sorry, woods love the kind of more cut, you know, um, athletic, athletic wear and stuff like that. And waters love to be different. They love to stand out. They're really on the cutting edge. Teens are always looking to make a statement. So waters who are teens are going to really stand out. They're going to do something no one else has done before. Yeah. And they're going to try to make it look cool and they're, they're going to be ahead of the curve. Yeah. It, it ends know? up sometimes looking a little geeky, a little nerdy instead yeah. of cool. You know, sometimes I like to think it's a fashion statement, but I'm not sure they know what statement they're actually making. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, then we also have some, you know, stylish celebs, uh, Justin Timberlake. You know, he kind of puts a spark sometimes in men's fashion. Yeah, and, he's really cool, yep. you know, and and yet a little quirky. Yep. yep. He, you know, he's... Um, Definitely a trendsetter. He had his own clothing company for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, he loves to wear kind of offbeat, but still be mainstream, but yeah. start this whole thing. He's like a trendsetter. Yeah. yeah. And then there's Bjork. <laughs> yeah. So she is never going to get over the whole swan dress at the Oscars. Yeah. What yeah. a faux pas, you know, like. You can she- Google it if you don't, you know, <laughs> if you dare to yeah. see the, the. <laughs> 
That's one of the most iconic Oscar dresses of all time. I think they have them like Ellen's done a parody on it. A lot of people, (laughs) I think, have, you know, done the old swan thing just to give a little poke. But here she was bold enough to do it. And that's fashion statement. But what was that statement? (laughs) And and waters are bold. They're courageous. She's unapologetic. I don't think she ever apologized for that. And she shouldn't have to because I thought it was really kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm glad it wasn't a live swan or like. Yeah. You know, recently a live swan. It was just a costume. Well, how's that different from Lady Gaga's meat dress? Well, you know, that's a big statement too. Yeah. I don't know if the swan was making a statement. No, I don't think it was. I think the meat dress definitely was making (laughs) a statement. Yeah, the meat dress was a political statement almost. And Bjork was more just being kooky. I mean, if you wake up and say, I want to wear swans at the Oscars, you know what? Go for it. Yeah. Boom. Case closed. But they are like trendsetters. They like to be daring in what they do. Fashion forward. Things that are on the cusp of popular and they try to just do their own thing. I don't think they want to be like wearing popular things. Yeah. So foot tappers and the wigglers. So (laughs) if you're a tapper or a wiggler, let's talk about that. Are you starting to go, oh, maybe I am water. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They have a tough time sitting still. They wiggle the foot. They tap the pen. You know, uh, sometimes it's when they're quiet on the inside, they're tapping on the outside. That's really important. So think about if if you're a person who feels quiet, who feels settled and calm when something is moving, for example, if you go for a run or if you're doing something at the gym, then you feel calm inside. And if you're sitting still, like if I said to you right now, sit still, then you would probably start, start to feel really anxious inside and like stuff is like building and moving because if you sit completely still, you're going to be really active inside. Yeah. So (laughs) you'll see, you know, one of the first telltale signs that I see is the tappers, the leg tappers, the legs, the foot tapping, the swigging. They're like, they're like, quiet but their bodies are saying ah yes, yes. I gotta it's, get outside I gotta do something yes. I gotta move I feel so bad for water children in schools where the teachers are like sit still don't move yeah. and that's I a mean, wood thing too but I definitely I think the wood can go off on a daydream or maybe if they have water second or they could tap 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 yeah. or whatever but yeah that's a tough one definitely. well I do think the woods also it's more about verbal and yeah. being engaged verbally and waters is just about moving your bodies yeah. so both yeah. of them don't like to sit still so, Cool. That's right. So if you're a water person or you have water one or two and someone's telling you not to sit, not to move, it's like torture. And, you know, you're going to go crazy. And we like to call it the spaz out. Yes. Waters love to spaz out. They don't care. They just need to do it. They, yes. need, to, they need to go like that whole tsunami or the volcano or the guys. Yes. They got to move. And they love to be silly as a result. Sure. I mean, silly, like slapstick kind of st- silly. Just really. I mean, if you think of some of the best comedians, we have a whole list of comedians. We're going to talk, talk about, about them. Yeah. I mean, they're just slapstick, silly, fall down type of humor. They love to make other people laugh. Yeah. And so that's the spaz. The spaz. <laughs> so I was teaching Isn't this there workshop. there a song about that with spaz? Yeah. Spaz out. You know, oh, there is. A spaz if you want to. Spaz, spaz, spaz if you want to. Yeah. And my that's son, a water song for sure. My son who's water loved that song when he was younger. Spaz if you want to. Spaz. Yeah. I don't know who, who sings it, but we'll put it in the show notes. Sure, How's sorry. That? Let's talk about your workshops. Yeah. So I was going to explain that once I was doing a workshop and a woman watched quiet as a mouse the whole time. We, I went through all the other four elements and I got to water and she jumped up. 
threw her arms in the air and yelled, I'm water. <laughs> so, of course, everyone burst out laughing. She did it exactly yeah. like she was supposed to do. Exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of sad when you think of all those little kids in school. I mean, yeah. So we need to give them a break. They they can't help it. They can't contain it. And the more the more you try to restrain them, the more antsy they get. Yeah. And I know if I'm a wood person and having water in my top three, it's it's really hard. Yeah. And not only is it an attention thing, but it's an energetic thing. So you have to find a way to get that energy flowing. Yeah. Know? And if you put a kink in a hose, what's yeah, going like to happen? Garden, if you take a garden hose and you try to stop the water flow, what happens? Oh my God. It's going to you know, bust a hole. Or it's going to blow up, 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 and then really blow out a hole somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Cause you can't stop water from flowing. And that's, that's what happens when people want to say, sit still. And I'm pretty sure a water person was the, probably the first person who kinked that hose. And so it was happening. And then, oh my God, they thought it was probably the silliest thing ever. And that's kind of a fun <laughs> thing is, now. Yeah. It has a lot of fun things. So you can love to be silly. So let's talk about the fast waters versus the slow water. Sure. Just to just to really nail it here. So the fast waters never stop moving and they're like the river rapids. They are in constant motion. So if you ask them to do something, they have to do it immediately. Yeah, they, they, they got to do it now. Down. Yep. They frantically do it right away. One woman told me she kind of complained about her husband because she said she can't ask him to do something like on Wednesday if it's Monday because he has to do it on Monday. She's like, no, no, I don't want it until Wednesday. So she has to remember. Okay, so that's something she was complaining about. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I was like, okay, most then, people would say, I only wish my partner would jump up and do things when I ask them yes. to do it anytime. <laughs> yes, because I told her if yeah. her husband was the slow water yeah. type, it would be the opposite. He would do it on Friday. Yeah, if it would she be was the lucky. nagging. So yeah. she was instead of complaining, she'd probably be nagging. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, can I, I've noticed this and I'm not saying this is for everyone, but on the fast waters, can they be a little OCD, a little obsessively tidy, a little bit? Yes. You know, everything has to be like. Yes. A lot of times we kind of joke that waters are a bit messy, but the fast water type, especially yeah, if they have. is a pin. That's wood, why they're hard yeah. to nail down Yeah, because they can be, you know, be like, oh, they're not messy, but they're, that's another thing. So if they're a little obsessively tidy. And they're always moving around. They're always on the move. They're always going. They're always doing projects. That's but a good all water. waters, no matter if they're the tidy kind or the messy kind, they do kind of leave stuff behind. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, they'll clean it up if they're the fast water types. But it's almost like waters are really unconscious of where all their belongings are at yeah. any given moment. And wherever they are, they spread out. Think yeah. of water. It spreads yeah. out. It could be the messy room. It could also be the messy car. Yes. The they, car is often a telltale sign with water. Like it's yes. a giveaway. Especially talk about the messy water types. Yeah. They so are very messy cars. Very messy, yes. So let's talk about the second type of water, which is the super chill or the chill yes. or the slow super water. Super chill, slow water, whether they're just a babbling brook or a still pond. They just, it's all about inertia for them. Yeah. So that's such a key word because inertia means that you're, if you're going, you'll continue going. And if right. you're stopped, you want to continue to be stopped. So whatever state you're in, that's the state that's most likely to continue. So if they start to slow down, it might be hard for them to get that momentum going again. Yes. So very then they do hard. nothing. Okay. They do nothing until that energy starts to build. And then eventually it's like, oh, I'm going to go do something. Then when they go do something, they relentlessly do it until they have no more energy. 
So like they may not be clean, the slow water types, like they don't clean every day, but when they clean, they might clean for four days straight. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> is the slow water, and I'm talking about this from personal experience because I have a lot of water in my family members, you know, you might have to ask them to do things. It might take them years to clean the garage, the shed, yes. their car, their yes. rooms. Yes. You know, they're not going anywhere too fast. It can be exasperating for family members who don't understand water. They think they're lazy. They think they're slow. They start to yes. nag at them. You know, that's another way to think about water. If you have that in your top one or two, or you know someone or your partner is that way. It's a way to understand, I think, the water element a little bit better. But it's really not fair even then to call them messy because if they actually get to cleaning that garage, it will be the cleanest garage you ever have seen. Yes, because they're not going to clean it again for like 20 years. Right. <laughs> exactly. So when they finally do it, they do it yeah. full and I, on. And I always also like to clarify with people, it doesn't mean water's dirty. It's no. messy. Messy doesn't mean dirty. Not just means all. like they might have accumulated things. You know, uh, my brother is water and we go to his car or whatever vehicle he's driving. You know, here's the checklist. WD-40, I tease him all the time. He's got it. Phillips says screwdriver, got it. Emergency cable jumpers, got it. Old blanket, got it. Poetry book, got it. Don't ask about that. A month's worth of paper cups, got it. Four umbrellas, got it. Six golf balls, got it. And then if I say anything, I'm like, hey, some of this could save your butt someday, so stop complaining about it. So I tease him in chest, but I could go on and on and on with the list. Does he even play golf? Why no. does he have six no. golf balls? I don't know if they're going to wedge it somewhere or do something with a counterweight or I don't know, some kind of like doohickey they're going to kind of pull out of nowhere to save your butt someday. He's right. Yeah. They probably could, you know, uh, save your butt with something. It's like the MacGyver thing, you know, like you pull these things yes. and put it with a paper clip yes. and boom. It's like chaos on wheels. Yeah. Chaos on wheels. Cars for water people can be chaos on wheels. And they can be, those can be a little bit messy with food wrappers and bottles and cans. And, you know, that one, maybe we'd have to really look at if it's dirty, messy, dirty, messy, but overall, they're not dirty people. They just might look like that chaos. I mean, the real thing is every time we try to say something definitive about water, we have yes. to put in a caveat because it's so varied. So yes. there's going to be clean waters. There's going to be messy right. waters. They're, gonna... they're so hard to pin down. Yeah. This is for you to look at yourself or your partner or maybe your children. It's really about how does your energy flow? You know, and the other thing is they don't want to commit to one path down that mountain. The water path. Yes. Yeah. The energy. Okay. So they have a hard time sometimes making decisions Yeah, and they feel pressured to make a decision when we say, no, you have to pick a path. Like now. Yeah. And they're like, no, they freeze. Oh, ah, frozen water. Freeze. Yeah. It's like they frozen freeze. water. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it is a thing with the water. Yeah. For, if they freeze, it's one of the biggest challenges in their lives because they're waiting for just the right moment and the waiting for the right move can be terrifying if they don't like the possibility of the next thing that's going to happen. Which could be a new job. It could be going to school. It could be thinking about traveling. I've heard, I've had every example of people getting stalled when they're water. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, they sometimes they're just, like you said, so afraid yeah. or they try to think it out all ahead of time. And then they still can't decide and they never, so that's when they get frozen, they do nothing. Yeah. So waters are supposed to be courageous and go out and do ambitious yes. things. But yes. if they get into a fear state, which can happen. So what are they terrified of? What are they afraid it of? It doesn't matter. It could be the silliest thing. It doesn't matter. It could be something really important. You know, they're afraid to do 
some job and do it wrong. And so if they freeze, then they think no matter what, I don't want that thing to happen. So instead of moving anywhere, I'm going to stay put. And if I stay put, then that future scenario can never happen. So I will never move again. Yeah. That sounds painful to me. It's horrible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so it, it, it could probably lead to anxiety, depression. It's, it's the biggest problem for yeah. water. If, well, think if, about it. Water can't be their beautiful, wonderful, energetic selves if they're frozen. Yeah. So that's one of the challenges. That's for a water. big challenge for yeah. water. I see that a lot. The other challenge is they need to live life in the now moment and completely give themselves over to it. And so they really need like intensity. They live for it. They love to do extreme things and they, their extreme can be really varied. Like some of them will ride a roller coaster to feel extreme and others will simply Drive with the top down. Yeah, I'm that, sure the person who invented that flying squirrel suit. Oh, yes. They're, oh, they're water. They're water. Oh, my God. Totally. Bungee jumpers, water. <laughs> yes. Okay. All the crazy jetpacker people, water. water. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and also how about this? Couch potato video games. Oh, my God. For like a week at a time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They, you know, they're just video games. were definitely invented for water people. Yes, because sometimes real life is too scary and too much effort. So they can get their intensity sitting down while driving race cars and it's shooting safe. the enemy. Safe if you're sitting on your couch. Yeah, they might be a major league baseball player in a, in a game. In Chinese medicine, the water element is associated with the adrenal gland. That makes sense. You know, which is what you, when you get that hit of like energy rush. So for other elements, mm -hmm. it might be too much, but for water, that's what they live for. Yeah. And that's what makes them feel powerful. And water is the element of power. And so they love to be like in an emergency. That's when they feel that superhuman strength. You know, that's what you know, I said, you can lift a car off of someone. So in those games, they're getting all of that. So how do they get off of that? If they're going, 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 going on the intensity, then will the adrenals burn out? Do they have like, you know, is that the resting that comes in now? Because they're exhausted. That was exactly where I was going. Yeah. So there are waters who overdo and they don't do the couch potato really lying down and doing nothing thing until it's too late and now they're beyond exhausted and they can't recoup. Yeah, I see that a lot. I think that's a big challenge for the water element. So if you have that uh, first or second, that's a big challenge, you know, not knowing when enough is enough or not knowing when to stop. It's almost the opposite of the frozen pond. It's like the raging river kind of thing. Yes, yeah, so the challenge is also, if they're not getting enough intensity in their life in a good way, Boring. Then there's boredom and they then bored. they start getting intensity in bad ways. Maybe yeah. picking fights with people or maybe, you know, they something unwanted happens they to them. They might also get some drama maybe with some alcohol or drugs yes, or something to, to get the intensity up. Yes, yes, I think we see that a lot. Um, you know, maybe start small and then they kind of build up and yeah. Or I see a lot of waters when they live a boring life, when they kind of like they have a partner who says, stop being so intense and dramatic. I, I find that they get sick. Yeah. You know, so They're that's another kind drama. of that's another kind of drama. They're yeah. very dramatic about yeah. their bodies yeah. when they're in their health. Now, they also love to do things with other people. It's really important to them to have company in whatever they're doing. So this intensity and these adventures that they need to have, they want to have friends to share it with. And, yeah. You know, and that's really important. 
Because they like to have fun. They like to laugh. Yeah. They like to share things. And yeah. move, right? Sure. And, you know, they are like a little of all the five. Yeah, they, so they really have are. the earth, you know, with this. They, yeah. So all the things we talked about, take little doses and that's your, your water. And also, you know, they have this desire to constantly be, constantly be moving and it's called a kinesthetic sense. Yeah, I like that word. Yeah. And that's sort of their superhuman uh strength in terms of like knowing what's going on on a movement level in their body. And I think that we've talked about this in the past of when a water is flowing in their, in their element, so to speak, you know, they're the masters of the Wu Wei. Yeah. The masters of the things we talked about. Which is what this podcast is about. So we should all take a cue from the water people. And when water people are in the element, it's a beautiful thing to see. They're just uninhibited. They're flowing. They're laughing. They have people around them. They want to do, you know, um, some adventures, but again, they're safe. They know they're going to be safe. Yes. They know the you know what they have to do. It's a, it's a great thing, and they are living in the Wu way. And think about all the best movers in the world: gymnasts, dancers, athletes. You know, they all have this ability to get into the zone. Yeah, and we they know how to do things before. Like they just know how to do it. They just know. You know, I often tell clients that are struggling with the water: is you you already know what you have to do. You already know the answers. You already know what you have to do. It's going to come to you naturally. Tiger Woods got as far as he got because he knows what to do with that ball even before you know it it hits the green like he's like so aware of the sweet spot like what's going to happen when he hits that ball it's sure. his kinesthetic sense yeah and he's on he's making a little comeback here yeah so he's doing really well again he's been played with injuries which is drama yes could be what we That's talked his about drama yeah. maybe he got a little bored and well he did he had some you know personal experiences yeah. where Things Not are kind so of crazy. Great, right? Yeah. So he <laughs> hopefully he's turned things around and he's doing really well again. And he's yeah. got to find a way to knock it bored. Right. Yeah. And so water's wu-wei is the unpredictable spontaneity, that carefreeness that yeah. that when water's good, that's what's happening. Yeah. It doesn't need to be dramatic in a negative sense. Yeah. It's, and I I think it's all those things. And I always just like to say asterisk with a little safety net. Yes. So yes, the safety is so important. They like to take risks that are actually safe, like doing the rock climbing at the gym. Yeah. Really safe, right? They're yeah. delayed. They're not going to fall on their heads. There's giant mats and cushions everywhere. <laughs> they wear little ballet slippers. I mean, they're not, they're, they're just having yeah. fun out there. Yeah. They're not really, you know, I mean, when you take the outdoor rock climbing outside, yeah, that's a little bit different. I mean, that's maybe is that's that's still water, correct? Yes. But it's what advanced waters. What? Why? What's the difference between the rock gym and the outdoor ones? Well, I think both are water. It's just some waters have a greater um, sense of safety with more risky things. So some waters will jump out of planes and others would think never in a million years. I don't trust the parachute. So yeah, yeah, yeah. one or water I don't trust the pilot or I don't right. trust the weather conditions or right. so I'm just not going to do it. Okay. So one water trusts the parachute. Sure. Another one it thinks is about trust with the capital yeah, T, like you trust said. Trust with a capital T. Yeah. So, you know, we went to see um, his holiness, the Dalai Lama during a talk at MIT. And Who he, is water? He's water. 
And so we we also noticed that even someone as serious as His Holiness the Dalai Lama, well, as he's perceived to be, yeah, he was he was hamming it up. He upstaged everybody who was there. He put on this MIT baseball hat. He turned it sideways. He was hamming it up. He made silly gestures with the hat. You know, he every story he told, he had you know certain people he met and the things that they did. He was silly. He was silly and playful. And, you know, very, very endearing. Yes. And waters are a different kind of storyteller than the fires and the earth that we talked about. Sometimes they seem to drone on and on and they're hard to listen to. And his holiness is a little bit like that. <laughs> but they, in a good way. In a good way. But in they, a good way. But they can create a lot of drama. So they're, you know, really good at telling scary stories where, you know, there are far-fetched stories where they draw it out and there's a it's crescendo. The anticipation. Oh, yes. Yeah. And you're anticipating, what are they going to say? Like, get it out. Come on, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. And then it's, it builds yeah. up yes, and then suddenly yes. it's like, yes. And then the guy with the knife, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. it up. I don't think the Dalai Lama told that story. No, (laughs) he didn't. But in his weird way, he he did did. the same thing. Yeah, but no knives. No guys No knives. Please. Uh, No. So, yeah. There's another story. This woman called her husband from the emergency room. So, you know, if you call your husband from the emergency room, you kind of want to blurt out right away that everything is okay. But she didn't. She... She left a four minute voice message on his machine describing what had happened. And he didn't know whether she had a splinter or a broken leg. She just went on and on and on and on. And she didn't tell the punchline to the very end. (laughs) I hope it was a good thing, not a bad thing. It wasn't serious. All right. Some of the other challenges. Well, sometimes they can experience a little depression. Um, They don't even know they're depressed, but they haven't done if they haven't done things they love to do in a long time. They end up sitting around and doing nothing. Yeah. Which could be really boring for them. And then we go into that whole boring cycle again. Yeah. And I mentioned that sometimes a partner might be trying to shut them down a little bit. You know, I mean, elementally, they might be shutting them down. What shuts down water? Earth. So if what do you do if you get water with earth? It becomes mud. Mud, mud. So then they, they, they are kind of moving slow. Yeah, that's they a feel challenge. Lazy. That's definitely a challenge if you're water. Yeah, and they're disinterested and they lose their drive. So yeah, that, that can could happen. definitely be a challenge for a, a water person. If you look at the majority of famous people in the world, a lot of them are water. A majority yeah. probably are water. It is a lot. We're going to, all right, let's do, since you said that, let's go right into the, I have a little list here. Let's start with some of the comedians and we have a whole list, but we've got to go with like some of the extremes like Jack Black, Jim Carrey, the late Robin Williams, Whoopi Goldberg, Adam Sandler, Wanda Sykes, Russell Brand, uh, Kevin Hart. The list goes on and on, on and, on. and on. Their humor is ironic, quirky, off the wall, funny, extreme. They love to make people laugh they and they'll do it. anything to make them laugh. Yes. And, you know, even some of the bigger water celebrities also have this great sense of humor. Justin Timberlake, he's like, loves to be Saturday Night Live. He loves yes, to do all these crazy things. Funny stuff. Zoe Duchanel, Jay Z, Channing Tata, Demi Moore. Quentin Tarantino. And yes, even his most violent scenes, he will find a place to insert his little bit of own quirky humor, sense of humor, yeah. dark humor, call it whatever you want, but it's there. 
other waters in the world, you know, Jennifer Lawrence, Miley Cyrus. We, we mentioned, mentioned Bjork. Yes. 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 And water is a really big in politics around the world. So, you know, we for here in the U.S., we had George Bush Jr. and Sr., Ronald Reagan. And in other parts of the world, we had Angela Merkel. Uh, yes. Germany. She's a perfect example because she's a uh, water wood. And a lot of, I think, politicians probably have wood as well in their yeah. top Let's three. talk a little bit really, really quick about the water wood. It is the most powerful elemental combination in the whole universe yeah so it is the one to be reckoned yes. with yeah they because water is about power and wood is about strength you put the two together and pow you know they they're just gonna get stuff done yeah, they, they, <laughs> they take the world by storm and they just take no prisoners boom energetically they take no prisoners they just do things and get things done and it can be a little tough it can be a little intense for those around them Yes. And that's why we say water um, is ambitious, which is different than wood, which is assertive and bossy. When we were doing some research a few years back, we found out a lot of politicians from water. We thought they were going to be more wood. We thought they'd be like CEOs of companies. No, no. they were politicians. They were... most Some of businessmen, but a lot of entertainers, a lot of movers yes. and shakers that yes. are not wood are water wood yes. or wood or, water. Yes. yes. Or they're married to a yes. wood. Yes. We've seen like Bill Gates's wife is wood and yes. he's water. water. Yep. And oh, we can go on and on, on about and on. couples who yeah. are water and wood. wood. So let's, how do you spot a water person out in the world? Yes. So the walk, the walk is what I call skating through life. So they put all their power in their lower back. It's well, basically that's that their, engine thing, the, the kidneys. So that's actually their kidneys. Yeah. yeah. So imagine they have those two giant engines, you know, and they're pushing. Wait, can forward. I do it? Vroom, vroom, yes, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so they actually accelerate suddenly, almost jerking forward in a rush when they walk, and their hips push forward. So they actually push their whole pelvis forward when they walk. I think they're personally the easiest element, one of the easiest ones to pick out because they look like they're actually skating, ice skating. Yes. So their their feet aren't um, dragging on the ground. They're just barely lifting off the ground. And the slow waters will kind of walk with a slow motion saunter. And then the fast waters are are truly fast. So if they're they could be dawdling or they could be moving along quicker. So again, hard to identify uh, a slow and a fast, but the skating really gives it away. Yes. And what about the talk? Let's talk about the talk. Yes. So the water voice. This is where your water person talks sometimes when they sound like this when they talk. Yes. Uh, How about that? Good job. So they have two styles. So the first one is that it's stopping and starting. So they hesitate and wait. So this, yep. um, Yep. Yep. Then we're going to go. So like yep. They might like. I'm going to well, jump in. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, ah, I, that was pretty good. I, I'm any moment you might want to say I, that yeah. something. So, so I'm just stutter step, which yeah. we do a lot. So, uh, but we do it differently. Yeah. But they anticipate the other person saying something, which is why they get these little like, wait, uh, you might. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see them sometime twisting in the anticipation yes. of what's going to happen next with the conversation. Yeah, in mid-sentence, they stop and, you know, check it out. And they get another train of thought and then they're down another thing. And then they're, you know, just off on their own little tangent. Yes. I love it. I love it. And then the other, my favorite part is the run-on sentence of the water, which was the one that I was joking about because this is what a water person sometimes sounds like when they're talking. 
Yes, because there are no commas and no periods, and they're just going to fit, complete the sentence until they are done. And it's an unstoppable freight train that's and all never going to often end. Often monotone when it's on a run-on sentence, and pitch can rise and fall and come and quickly become a monotone again. Yes. So yes, that's important. Yeah. So like we, so waters can go up and down, and you know, blah, 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 like the water falling down the mountain. Yeah. But once the water hits the bottom, they're going to be monotone, and they're going to talk like this, and they're going to tell their story, and it's going to be dramatic, and it's going to be nonstop. Yes. And but let's. Also talk about the gravelly voice because that's huge in the water people. Yes, we call it a groan in Chinese medicine. So it's a little bit like they start to get like their gravel and they really big telltale sign. And they're talking monotone and it's like this. Um, So water, you know, when they're going up high like that, they might sound hysterical, but they might not really be hysterical. It is actually like they can get like laughing hysterically very easily and then they'll get back on their runner again and they're going down on that gravel again. Yeah. Okay. That's fantastic. So so let's talk about the look. Yeah. So the eyes are uh, two modes again. They can be wide open, a little bit like earth eyes, but not that doe-like look. It's wide eyed, taking in everything, vigilantly looking at everything around them. They're like buzzing inside with intensity. Buzzing. They take it all in. Yes. 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 Or they could be cat-like slits and they're like checking everything out, looking really intensely to see, you know, through the distance of what's going to happen next. My God, very dramatic, by the way. Yes. Very (laughs) dramatic. All right. So what does water want in the world? So if you're water, you want to have a playmate that helps you be silly and spontaneous and dramatic. And but better yet, you want a lover who will share that excitement with yeah. you. I think so, that if you can be yourself around the people that are surrounding you, then you can really come into your water element and really do it right comfortably and authentically and without all, judgment. Yes. And of all the elements who find partners that are the same, it's definitely water that I see the most. Two waters together is awesome because they just go play. They can be crazy. They can be fun. They can go hang out at the rock gym all day. Or they can be on the couch potato all weekend together. Playing video games together. video (laughs) games, yeah. So, you know, and they don't judge each other. You know, they're one's, one's a little quirky. The other's a little quirky. I mean, I think water is just unpredictable, fun. It's, I think it's one of the funnest elements of all five. You know, it's, I think our society is a little hard on water. Yes. You know, because they have different expectations of what they want you to be. So yes. I think one of the challenges is water is to really be yourself. Be wild and be silly wild and, and intense. And if you're loud, you're loud. If you're quiet, you're quiet. And, it, and intensity is their driving force. And so even if they're the quieter type of water, they still have something that's intense in their lives. Yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. It could be the littlest thing, but to them, that's their intensity. intensity. That's their drama. And they're always going to have it, except that you're going to have drama, even on the littlest things, you know, and try to get plugged into that energy stream of life. Yes. You know, that whole sleeping, resting, don't be hard on yourself. Don't beat yourself up because you have to take a nap at four o'clock in the afternoon or you have to lay down or you have to rest. That's part of how you can go and go and go. One of my favorite secrets to tell water people is if you get tired a lot, lie down around 3 p.m. in the afternoon, which is water time. the ground. And if yeah. you're, yeah, lie on the ground, even yeah. better. Don't even yeah. like use a bed, lie on the I ground. I had one person I told, go find the closet, yeah. and lay down and don't even tell anybody. And yes. you know, that would help them be able to recharge. And the evolution of water is that when water is waiting for a partner to have fun with, you know, they're relying on someone else to create the intensity in their lives. So, you know, they could wait a lifetime for that. So 
they need to just figure out how to go forward and do that with themselves and with, you know, other people around them. And I think, you know, this is where we can wrap it up, but it's about trusting the divine source of life. It's a deep connection with wisdom and knowing that goes beyond words, goes beyond things you're going to learn in school. They just have this wisdom. It's like the coolest thing, you know, to see a water person in their element. And I, I, I have this one thought of Bob Molly, who's water or was water. Uh, he sings his great song, one love, Yes. One love. It's One the perfect heart. water song. Yes, it you know, is the perfect so water song. Go put that on. Dig it. D- flow with it. it. Go flow with, with it. it. Be silly. Be crazy. Yes. You know, and water, may the force be with you. May the force be with you. <laughs> awesome. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast. You can follow our Inspired Actions on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. If you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and really appreciate your input. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening and don't forget to hug the dog.